4: That's right. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are the iCouple, and we're broadcasting live from those TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. We got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We got our man Jonathan Abrams. Wow, New York, former New York Times writer. Does he still? I don't know. Does he still write? Still with the New York Times, Rob? Did you know? You know Jonathan well. I knew him when he was covering the NBA. No, obviously I don't, he I don't followed know him. me at the yeah. Times. You know. don't know him. It,
0: that's unique because you usually know you all know of writers. You know everybody, right? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know how we missed. But maybe when he was there, Chris, I was in Detroit, and you know, and right. I just don't remember. Was he a beat guy? Yeah, I believe
4: he covered, I don't know if it was the Nets or the Knicks. Okay. I don't know if we, I don't think we overlapped at the times, but I think he was there after I left. But, you know, I was still in New York. Right, right. And I'd see him. Um, Great guy. And he's, you know, he's moved outside of sports. And uh, he's got a new book out, Rob, The Come Up, An Oral History of the Rise of Hip Hop. And I have it, and it looks tremendous. Just got it. and okay. uh, So we'll, we'll talk with him. He can talk sports. He can talk hip-hop. He can talk a lot of things. Cool. So mm-hmm. that's at the bottom of the hour. But for now, Rob, um, we got an interesting – and we've talked about Tom Brady and, you know, Marcellus Wiley uh, didn't mince any words about it either. Rob, this morning uh, or this afternoon on First Things First, we had Nick Mangold, the Jets, former Jets Pro Bowl center, and he was saying that um, when Brady was berating the teammates, right. the linemen, that now he said I, he he said it wasn't cool to him. And I was like, okay, is that because of the way Brady's been acting as far as the 11-day hiatus, the wedding, yeah. Or is that just in general? He said more because of what he's been doing this year, the other stuff. And so, Rob, I mean – it seems like more of the former players that we talked to, more of them are like, "Dude, uh, Brady's not setting a good tone." And you and I have, have were I think we were one of some of the first to say that.
0: Um, and it, it's just it not a good to, example. Right. It had nothing to do with his resume, Chris, and everything he's done. He's a quarterback. He sets right. the tone, and 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 it's hard for people to see him do some stuff and not go like, "Really." You know what right. I mean? Like, like that's it. It's not like, oh well, okay, he won Super Bowl, so forget it. They're like, he missed training camp. Now he's doing this. He didn't, he didn't fly with us to the right. road game. Right? Like that, none of that stuff feels good, and and you just couldn't Absolutely. imagine that Brady doing that in New England. I'm sorry, like, I don't care if, what, if, under any circumstance,
4: I think dudes would be fine if he misses some practices, but you're there. You're throwing on the side maybe with some rec- – you know, because they understand, okay, he's 45. You can 45, still be to not be away not, from right, the team, right? Right. You can still be engaged and be a part of the team. It really does feel like right, – and we get it. He's the GOAT. He's He is bigger than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, let's just call it what it is. But this is a team sport. And you, even though your persona has become so big – you, you can't do anything and never could do anything without your team. And in football, you know all these guys know that. And so he still has to be a part of that team. And, Rob, it is beginning to feel like he is a little distant from the team. Like he is, whether it's him, well, it does feel like he's doing. But that he is, you know, above it. And I think, Rob, he gets a lot of players. Some players in the league look at it like that, and some, uh, they're officials. There, there's like no... when he got that call a couple weeks ago on uh-huh. the rough in the pastor, that was ridiculous.
0: It was, a re- but that was because it was Tom Brady. It was, it was, it was the uh, Chris. He has, uh, what do we, we, he has some cachet still. From the winning, but there are people looking around, and I'm sure a lot of people won't say anything because they don't want to be like on the record ripping Tom Brady. But there's some and I'm sure some coach and whatnot who are raising eyebrows going, wow. Absolutely. What? Brady? Brady didn't travel with the team? Like right. we're there now. And then it all still boils down to Todd Bowles. Like, like it affects him, Chris, and how people view him. What kind of handle he has on the team, yep. you know, respect level. Uh, it, it, it's not good, and I'm not saying you want Todd Bowles to be, like, uh, you know, trashing Brady or going off or whatever. But you got to be able to hold a semblance of uh, respect for the other guys. And I, think I'm not, I'm not making an excuse for Todd Bowles because I just,
4: I don't know. I, 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 it's hard for me to say I would do it like his right now. But I will admit, and I want to see if you agree with me, he's in a tough position because, you know, of Brady's stature. And if he were to come out and be critical, um, you know, he could be gone. Ask Bruce Arians. I'm, I'm just saying. Right. I mean, we, we, we know we, that. We Chris. don't know exactly what happened. But, but we, that but might we have know had that to that has something it. to do with it. It felt like it. Well, when you're meeting with the owners – and discussing with them whether you're coming back, right? He didn't talk to Arians first; he talked to the owners. So they're they're the they're Arians and Bowles' boss. So you know he can go above your head, and you know who knows what he could do. But um, it, it's a tough position. But Rob, we kind of got a uh, a fourth, I, I guess, an example of what you and I were saying that this is Brady's behavior has undermined his own authority and his own ability to lead the team. And also Todd Bowles's. and the proof was in the pudding this morning when Bowles was asked if he's going to go get some advice on fixing the offense from Bruce Arians, here it is, the exchange. This is my team, not Bruce's team, but we talk all the time. But you don't jumpstart by asking a former coach what to do. We have our own things to deal with, and we understand that. We've been with Bruce long enough to know what he wants, but they've been with me long enough to know what I want. So we're working towards that, and we'll get through it.
0: Uh, Chris, a disrespectful question. I'm sorry. What? Right. You're asking me? What? I, he's a better man than me. Bruce Arians isn't the coach here anymore. He was nice. Right. And don't you dare ask me a question about Bruce Arians. He was the coach here. They won a Super Bowl, but he's no longer the coach. I'm not going to Bruce. I'm going to do what I want to do and get this thing straightened out. That's why they hired me. Okay? Let's get that clear. Don't you ask me about Bruce Arians. I mean, like. (laughs) Hey, I probably would have said it like this. Would you I don't have, have a problem with what you're right. saying. I probably
4: would have been like, look, Bruce is a part of our organization. He obviously had great success with us. We've all shared in it. And, you know, we talk about a lot of things. You know, Bruce is obviously still involved, but this is my team. Right. I make the decisions. I'll determine how we run the offense, the defense, what have you. And Bruce is doing his job, but I'm doing mine he he has nothing to do with this, like that type. But it's essentially right. the same thing. Yeah,
0: I mean, I would have been a little on edge just from the standpoint. <laughs> that what you <laughs> It talk, is a disrespectful question. To t- talk to the, I talked to Bruce about fixing what. Right. Like, why
4: would I? Why? I mean, you could have thrown it back at the reporter. Like, why? Why right. should I go to Bruce? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't you, know if, if you really want to jump bad, you could be like, if I'm not mistaken, and, and I'm not because I was on the staff, uh. We changed Bruce off Bruce's offense. We sure did, right? <laughs> when Tom Brady was here, dude, we we ran that for half the year, and then Tom Brady and Byron left, which changed changed it. it. So, what, so, why what,
0: would I go to Bruce? Exactly. There you go. You could have used that. You could have, yeah. And, and if that you would that would have been fun. And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think it's, but but I think I don't know, Chris. Is it? Do they feel comfortable with with asking Todd Bowles that because of the way? Tom Brady and camp has been run. You know what I mean, and all that. No, I, 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 I don't think know. You're right. I think that you are. I think that's a great
4: point. I mean, I don't know for sure, but Rob, it it's created a sense that Ty Bowles isn't really fully in charge, right? Right. It just has, and I do think you're right that that, that this is what stems from. People feeling like you're not fully in charge.
0: Right. And other people can do whatever they want there. And Tom Brady has carte blanche. And Bruce Arians is on the sideline, a former coach. What do you know? Right. They said they didn't have a seat for him. Go sit in a suite in the owner's seat, suite. Chris, the stadium 60000 They don't have a seat for Bruce right. Arians. Right. That was and, odd seeing him on the sideline. Nah, line. he shouldn't have been strange. down there. And if I was Todd Bowles and I got an inkling that he was there, I would have been like, dude, come on, come on. what is this? You you're still with the team and the organization. <laughs> it would be like the general manager, Chris, uh of of the Lakers uh saying, Oh yeah, I'm gonna sit on the bench next to Darvin Ham. Well No, what? You're right. no, you're not. Well, and remember, you know, and look, I I, I don't have a
4: problem with Arian still being in some no, people might. I, no, Maybe, if he's in the organization,
0: right. if they might have owed him years, uh, money, Chris. He wants something to right. do. They want right. he won a championship. He didn't go there like uh, who was he? Right, um, I'm guessing. You know Rob, what I mean? Like doing too yeah, much. I then,
4: might be wrong, but I don't, I'm guessing he's he might not be really moving a couple much. of paper clips around, right. counting pens. Right. You know what I mean? To keep <laughs> right. busy. He's get to hang with the team, right. travel. You know, have eating some fun. the commissary. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. right. But remember, Brad Stevens in Boston. And I might be mistaken, but I don't remember even when they were struggling, Rob G maybe I, if something came out, let me know. Do you remember Rob like did MA people asking email Doka you know about Brad Stevens or anything like that? I mean maybe they did.
0: I I I I, I, that, I never heard that. Like Yeah, I, I don't about, remember hearing that. Right. About uh and, and you know, it's a different question if you say to yourself or you ask him and say um, – if it's a general question about, I, hey, Bruce Arians is around – how much do you talk to him? You know, and start it from right. there, right. Chris. Oh, no, I talk to him every day. We go, over the, we go over the offense and defense, you know, or whatever. We, right. I, we, we we have conversations. Okay, that's an opening. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, if I were to ask that question first and he says, yeah, I talk to him a lot, you know, this guy's a great offensive mind, right. so I'm always sharing ideas with him. Okay, now, Chris, right. that's a legit question to say, have you talked to him about this offense? Uh-uh,
4: there you go. Right. No, good point, good point. But they just went straight to the to the gusto. Right. Right, to the fastball. And again, I do think there's something to be said. And Rob, hopefully, but, you know, who knows? Hopefully his players aren't looking at him like that, but it would seem that some would be. Let's just keep it real, right? If they think you're not the full authority figure, then, you know, they're going to take advantage. No doubt. And so uh, that's maybe some of the repercussions of Tom Brady's insubordinates, or at least what we would call uh, maybe insubordinates. They're allowing him to do it, but taking advantage of it. All right, it's the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob, your turn to weigh in. 877-99 on Fox. 877 996 Do you think... And you might disagree. If you disagree, you know the odd couple. Call in and have your say. That's no problem with that. But do you feel like Tom Brady's behavior this year, the hiatus from training camp for nearly two weeks, the going to the wedding and not flying with the team the day before the game, you think that's having a negative impact on uh, Todd Bowles' his authority, taken away from his authority, and maybe even from Brady's own authority – Within that locker room. You'll turn away with Chris and Rob the I Couple. That's next. Fox Sports Radio.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah.
0: Get in on the playoff action and win up to 100 times your money on prize picks as you and the world's best players take the game to a new level during basketball's postseason. Right now, you can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. That's right. You can now turn $10 into $1,000 on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. Dollars on a few guys and see what happens. And you know what? I turned $10 into over $200. Download the app today and use the code ODD for your first deposit match of up to $100. To get a first deposit match of up to $100, download the app today and use the code ODD. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You've put it off long enough. It's time to
4: replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring Tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or your office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results. Tire ratings and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is
0: Fox Sports Radio, on a TV theme song Thursday. Alex, you got to help me on this one. What 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 is this TV theme song? You don't know oh, this, this one? Is, this is an easy one. Oh, what is this, Chris? You don't know this, right? I really don't know. You serious? Cosby Show. Is this a Cosby Show? I, is, yeah. I, is this the same theme the whole time? I thought that. Well, was, they switched it. Okay. Remember, they switched it every. is OG. Th- but yeah, I they know they switched it. Them. All right, Chris, yeah. I am gonna say I don't remember this one. Wow. But I was like, okay, I know Cosby. Wow. You okay. yeah, gotta talk to my wife Camille. Camille was one of the more this was easy. Alex, that's what I said for five years. I gotta talk to my wife, Camille. Camille! All
4: right, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Tailgate. It's presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a big green egg. It's the most versatile grill. You will ever own, trust us, and it's backed by a lifetime warranty. That's how much confidence we have in the Big Green Egg. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at biggreenegg.com. Again, lifetime warranty and free home delivery. Biggreenegg.com, 877-996-6369. We're talking
0: Tom Brady, Todd Bowles. And uh, quick update, uh, the Saints already scored, Chris, 7 nothing Saints over the cards in the desert. And Saravino uh, for the Yankees got out of a first and second with one out, with two outs. So it's still scoreless. Top of the third in Houston. All right, Cameron in Indiana, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Cameron?
5: Hey guys, so hear me out on this. I think there's a Daniel Snyder situation going on with the Bucks because why would you keep Arians on staff unless he's got third? On the entire Blacks organization. The NFL's cutthroat and dry. So if they don't
0: want you, they don't want you. Yeah, no, no, no. I I, disagree from this standpoint. He just won a championship. Right. They're not going to do that and have bad blood. There's no reason. He probably, Chris, I don't know what his contract was, probably had a couple years left. He's an older guy. He's probably like, I don't have anything to do. I, can I stick around? Give me an office. Right. I could, you could, you know what I mean. I don't think I there's agree. any harm there. I, I, is it possible?
4: Sure, but I, I don't see anything that would suggest that it. Why point. do you say that? A Cameron? guy staying with an organization doesn't mean, you know.
0: Right, that he's always oh, threatening him. He could have gone. He could have left bitter. You see, consultants. He's essentially a consultant. Right, those guys are
4: hired all the time. You know, if friendships got his long time you know, guy in the league or something like that. Some
0: guys that. don't want to be home, Chris, you know, like for real, yeah, like during no. the day.
4: And look, when you're older, and we, we know, I mean, we're not older like Arians, but, you know, people do understand, a lot of people understand that the more active you are and engaged you are in work or whatever, you know, you tend to, you can live longer and, and be in better shape.
0: You don't want to be home, Chris, watching TV every day. Yep. like yep. Like that's what a lot of people who first retire fall into. Yeah, and it can harm you. Uh, Yes, and you just, like, you get up and you have breakfast and you sit there for eight, six hours watching TV.
4: When my father first retired, Rob, we used to ask him, so what would you do today? He'd say nothing, and I didn't start that until noon. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) All right, it is the Odd Couple. We got our man Jonathan Abrams coming up next, New York Times writer. And best-selling author. Got a new book out. We'll get into that with him. But uh, first.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen
4: live. Our next guest. I am so happy to have him on. Uh, I haven't seen him in a long time or talked to him. But we used to be real cool he worked at the New York Times, as did I. We played basketball together. I taught him a lot out oh, there on well, the court. Here we
0: go. Here we well, go.
4: He, he'll answer you. Uh, <laughs> he's an honest fellow, but he's become a best-selling author, doing a terrific job as a journalist. Jonathan Abrams, what's up, man? Hello,
0: Jonathan, Chris, and Rob, how you guys doing?
4: Doing great. Are how good, are you, buddy? Man, we are good.
5: Man, you got me already having to dispute facts, Chris. That's right.
0: (laughs) I I know. You know, Chris, Chris, Jonathan, Chris is loose with the facts. You know that.
5: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll testify that Chris is a genuine baller.
4: Thank you, my man. And so is Jonathan. Did you Jonathan say? Did you say care.
0: a genuine uh, Division Three baller? What you said? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey,
4: Division Three is just high in, just in terms of journalism. Okay, I'm just hey. saying <laughs> that's, that's pretty up there. Yeah, you're right. That's true about that. <laughs> but uh, Jonathan, man, uh, I just got your new book The come up, an oral history of the rise of hip hop. I can't wait to get into it. It looks terrific. Um, man, tell us about it and um. I mean, it sounds amazing, because hip-hop is really, music, as far as music goes, is really taken over popular culture, and that's been for decades now. But tell us about how you got the idea to do the book, and kind of a, a, a quick summary, if you can, of what the content is.
5: Yeah, so it's been almost 50 years since the advent of hip-hop, and you look at how it started out, out of desolation and decay in the Bronx to where it is now, where it's permeated not just america but but worldwide and i looked at it and i said look a lot of pioneers are still around we can try to document this giant story in their words and i set out on that project about 4 years ago so i ended up talking to about 300 artists DJs producers Man. to tell this yeah to tell this amazing grand story where i don't know if there's ever been a type of story like this that has just started from nothing and gone on to become this type of magnitude in in our lives.
0: Uh, hopefully there's something in there about Rapper's Delight, because uh, I can still remember, and I'm 58 years old, I can still remember when the first time that came on the radio, and I've told Chris this story, and, you know, I remember it playing, I think it was on Disco 92 or something, or, <laughs> you know, in the old days in New York growing up, and I remember yelling at my sister for her to come in the room to hear it because it was something uh, that I had never heard. Uh, are we into that? Is there some beginning Rapper's sure. Delight raps or anything like that? Or how did we start this uh, process?
5: Yeah, there's a big section on Rapper's Delight because that almost kind of splits the culture because right. there, there had been a lot, of, a lot of crews in New York who had been doing hip-hop for years. And when Rapper's Delight came out on the radio, they felt like that almost set hip-hop back like five years already because they were so much more advanced. But what people heard on the radio was elementary, and they had to come back and do what was popular.
4: Yeah, I know. That's hugely controversial because Big Bang Hank stole Grandmaster Kaz's rhymes. Yeah, Kaz was somebody talk I talked to, to for this book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the guys like Kaz and the old school, like the pioneers, the real pioneers in the 70s, The ones that were known and then the unknown, even the 80s as well. How are a lot of them doing? I'm not talking about the LL, Cool J, and Run DMC. We know about that. But the pioneers before them, how are they doing? Obviously, nowadays, hip-hop stars make a a lot of money. Are these guys, you know, are they able to benefit much from what they did financially or, or not? Listen,
5: I would compare it to how you would compare NBA players now versus ABA players in the in the seventies or so. Guys weren't able to capitalize like they should have in the years afterwards when what they put their heart and soul into became big.
0: How, how about the uh, inclusion of you know James Brown's music is sampled in every and and yes and a gazillion. Is just something about James Brown and sampling and how that became popular or something in, in the book about yeah. that? Yep.
5: Yeah, I feel like you guys have copped the book already. I appreciate well, that. Well, I know, but we're, 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 I mean, well,
0: we're hip-hop guys. I mean, right, I, right, right. Don't let the gray hair fool you, you know.
5: There's an there's a, a interview with Marley Mall who basically invented sampling and started taking those James Brown break beats.
4: Yeah, yeah, he did. He changed the course of hip-hop history. How— I know a lot of times guys don't want to be critical of today's rap music. Um, but did you how do the pioneers and even the guys in the 90s
0: That's a good question um, too commercial you know, what or we whatever. might
4: call, yeah, the true the golden era maybe of hip hop. How do they feel about today's I'm I'm even saying rap music because it, it doesn't have the scratching, the DJing, the the break dancing the graffiti element, all those elements that made up hip-hop is not in today's rap music. Um, how do guys feel about today? what today's music is like?
5: I think there's competing thoughts to that. Somebody like DMC, who I asked him that specific question, he was basically like, listen, we didn't make hip-hop for what's coming out today. But then there's also different schools where people are like, listen, it's more popular popular than we ever thought it would be. It's getting more recognition than we ever thought it would be. Somebody like Kendrick Lamar won the Pulitzer Prize a few years ago. Right. So hip hop is still being taken to to heights that are divergent and unexpected. But yeah, there's really competing thoughts. I think.
0: How about how about the gangster rap and that kind of stuff? Where does that fit in?
5: Yeah. So there's a lot of that in the book and. I don't think many people know. Do you guys know that the gangster rap started in Philadelphia with Schooly D? yes, no. I PSK. did not know that. Is that right? P.S.K. Yep, yep, yep. And he's somebody else who uh, I was able to track down for this book. I think yeah. once you get yeah. once once you get to the late '80s, there's like a almost like a split when it comes to hip hop, where you have N.W.A. rising with gangster rap and Public Enemy doing what they're doing in in New York with their social conscious rap. So. That you almost see a divergence in hip-hop at that point.
4: Yeah, no no doubt. Um, now, there's still, and I don't know if you get into this, but I saw something on TV the other day. Uh, Rob, I think I mentioned it to you. Um, it was like a hip-hop Olympics. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but they had legitimate judges grading breakdancers. I never and missed the hip-hop like Olympics. <laughs> I never watch it. <laughs> no, have you heard, like, well, let me ask you this way, Jonathan. Where do you think hip-hop is going from here?
5: I mean, that's a really good question because it seems like it's just ubiquitous now. Right? right. Breakdancing is going to be an Olympic competition.
4: It is going to be in the Olympics? Yeah. That's great. Because I thought it should be because... When you look at the floor exercises and things like that, you know what I mean. It's just a different form of something like that. So that that's great. When does that? When will that start?
5: Uh, I'm not sure if it's in the next Olympic cycle. I'd ha- I'd have to look it up. But yeah, I've been getting getting emails about that.
4: To, I gotta to ask you this: Who's your top five MCs of all time? I think I know <laughs> one. You love Lil Wayne, I think.
5: Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with Lil Wayne. He did have that run, but he's not in my top five. I grew up on the West Coast, so I'm going to go Tupac. I'm going to go Nas. I'm going to go Biggie. I'm going to go Jay-Z and Rakim.
4: Okay. Rakim. All right. That's a that's an uh, unbiased list, which is good for a, a West Coast guy. I got to ask you this before we let you go. Um, you wrote a lot about in the past about Jerry West. And I love Jerry. Um, you know, talked to him a lot. Uh haven't in a while, but in the past. And um, you know, I don't know if you saw winning time, the dot the uh series on the Lakers, but it was a big controversy about the way they presented Jerry West. First of all, did you see it? And knowing Jerry the way you do, what were your thoughts on their portrayal of him?
5: So I've got to be honest. I just watched the pilot of that show, but I've read about the controversy that came out after the show and Jerry West's problem with how the show depicted him. Right. You know, I think Jerry West, is a, he's an intense guy, right? Anybody who's ever talked to him right. knows that. And in him as a player – I wanna say those championship losses have stayed with him ever since and that's what drives him from when he played. So it's probably hard to capture that type of intensity, that that real life intensity in a in a fake portrayal of somebody. You kinda of wish that if you're gonna use somebody's name and their likeness that it's gonna be accurate and, you know, if Jerry West has a problem with it, then I can certainly understand it.
4: All right, that is our man, Jonathan Abrams, New York Times writer, best-selling author. Make sure you pick up his new book, The Come Up, An Oral History of the Rise of Hip Hop. Jonathan, man, great talking with you again, brother, and keep up the excellent work. Good stuff. I can't wait to get the book.
5: Guys, I appreciate it. Let's get out on the court soon, Chris.
4: Man, I might be retired. Chris is retired. Are you kidding? Rumor
0: rumor has it I'm retired. Have, have you seen that keg Chris is walking around with? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that.
4: I'm glad <laughs> to hear you still playing, though, That's right. Donovan. I'm impressed.
0: Yeah, hey, I'm trying. <laughs> all
4: right, brother. Peace, man. Fox Sports
1: Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.
4: Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or your office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results. Tire ratings and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying
6: should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
3: Hi, checking in for...
6: Or the perfect table.
3: Hey, where are you? Coming!
4: All right. It's the I couple Chris and Rob, live from the tirerack.com studios. And we could talk about how complicated other banks make it for you to redeem your credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem those rewards for cash in any amount at any time. It's amazing. Learn more at Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. Rob, on uh, your Inside the Parker podcast, you had Joe Madden, the uh illustrious manager, uh, on your podcast. And he, of course, is not managing right now.
0: He was fired, right?
4: By the Angels. And and um, that was a
0: big one, Chris. You know, they signed him. He was a longtime Angels coach. Won the World Series with the Cubs. You know, uh, went to the World Series in Tampa Bay. And they lost 14 in a row, and he got the Ziggy. What what did he say, Rob, about uh, Shohei? So he said he would have voted for Shohei. He would vote for Shohei for MVP. And I asked him about, uh, does winning matter to him? You know? uh, In the vote, right? Yeah. Because, and he just claimed that because what he's doing is two people. But I still just think winning has to be a part of the equation. If Chris, it would be different if nobody put up a historical season like Judge. You know what I mean? Like, he broke a record with the home runs. He led in almost every offensive category. It would be different if somebody had a really good year. You know what I mean? Like, right. then you can make that case. This was like an exceptional year, uh, and I thought he was off base. But but And it was interesting to talk to him, though.
4: So he talked about he does want to get back in the game as a manager, but he said um, under – Certain circumstances, here he is. I do
6: would like to do it again with the right group, and I, I don't know based on everything I'm saying in my approach right now that I'm going to be attractive to the majority of the teams or any of the teams that have a managerial opening. My, my desire would be that eventually somebody that really wants to incorporate more of the uh, tried-and-true methods of, of coaching and working a baseball game and uh, rely on that, I'm not saying absent of analytics information scouting whatever you want to call it of course i want that but i want the empowerment going back to the dugout the coaches and the the manager and the players and i want less empowerment with people coming down from upstairs and telling everybody what to do there's too many voices there's there's too many uh items clouding your thoughts for the day and i would prefer that not happening um so if that opportunity is out there somewhere be gotta be great i'd love to be part of that but under the circumstances and the way um, it's trending or where it's at right now, how the, the industry is being run, I, I, I really would like to wait and hope that uh, I look for somebody that would prefer incorporating a blend of what's happened in the past. And the blend for me is not 50-50. It'd have to be playing more heavily in tried and true baseball. Bravo! more of a supplement coming from the analytical world.
0: Bravo! I, Seriously, I Bravo. don't disagree. I, I don't. I think Joe Mann now, it, is there a team out there? Chris, we just saw Buck Showalter get hired. He's yep. an old dog yep. manager, and they won 101 games in Queens, so it ain't impossible. But he's right, and I think there's too many people crunching numbers above you. We talk about uh, – Dave Roberts all the time. Is it him, Chris, or is it the front office?
4: And and I tell you, the way they keep keeping him and keep falling short, it makes you feel like it's the front office. Plus, some of the moves are straight-up analytical. And I just, Rob, my ultimate thought, I mean, there's a lot of things to say about the analytics in all the sports. But, Rob, I think we can never lose sight of the fact that superstars... And the human element is critical to sports. These aren't robots. And, Rob, we said it with pitching, how they get their guy out in the fifth inning because the third time around the lineup is going to be different. I mean, I, I would imagine the analytics would say if you throw seven pitchers an inning and a half each or something like that, that that would be more effective than going with one guy for seven or eight innings and then maybe a closer. But Rob, if you were to do that, it takes away stars. Right. And that's fans, we are all, the NBA grew, Rob, because David Stern marketed individual superstars. Yeah. And so I just don't want, I, even if it's more
0: effective, I, I want to see super individuals do their thing. I don't disagree. I don't. And you know what? In the playoffs, we saw, you know how the Padres won, Chris? Their starters went seven innings. Yep. yep. They, they did. They were pitching well. Why are you taking them out? And you lessened the bullpen, and then you went to your closer. That, that was a recipe. Yep. No, nah, no doubt. All right, we got an hour
4: left. You know what to do. Lock it, Odd Couple.
0: Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, round two. Name something that's
2: not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.